0: trying to be a parent Better but i got to run an errand i promise when i'm back i'm gonna feed my kid a
1: carrot damn this stuff is tough man i thought it wasn't i'm trying
2: to be a parent episode I'm 31 to be a parent. sometimes you got
0: to drink a that shit can't be sometimes you just got to have a sometimes fucking you hit drink cuz that green will help you rest yo. <laughs> you know your ass be slacking
1: when you
2: got to look up <laughs> things on youtube like bro how, how you, have you up your baby boo boo
1: now welcome to the podcast
2: trying to parent
1: and make moms laugh you know got, got it, it like the king's, king's family. family Amanda and Sean it's the name G yeah now welcome, welcome to the podcast trying to parent and make pops laugh who you know got it like the king's family I'm
2: Amanda and Sean it's the name G yeah Alrighty. what's up welcome guys back. hi welcome 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 back. Welcome Welcome back. back. Welcome back. back. Got a little something on deck for you today, and
1: oh, that's gonna be good. Oh, that's gonna be good.
2: It's gonna be good. But episode 31, Trying to Parent Podcast. Before we get into it, let's get into it. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's Saturday.
0: It is Saturday. We are filming a day early because Sean has another tattoo appointment.
2: Another tattoo appointment. And Let's get social, baby. The social media. Ah, 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 ah. (laughs) Read it out to them. What we got?
0: All right. Facebook and Instagram at trying the number two parent YouTube. I don't know if you guys noticed. Well, if maybe since last week, but we had to kind of change Sean's positioning because our shelves kept falling. Um, Fucking humidity here is insane. (laughs)
2: This office gets like a sauna. I'm fucking sitting up in here. Just sweating while I'm working. Granted, I could put on the AC, but that costs, quite that a costs of money. money. And <laughs> it's not like, you know, I could probably use the burned calories anyways. So.
0: <laughs> They're magetic purposes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you can watch it on YouTube at trying space, the number two space parent. Um, and as always, hook it up with our, call our cellular you
2: used to call me on my cell phone. You used to call me on my cell phone. And guess what? We do have a caller this week. <laughs> we didn't just meet her. Nope.
0: She is amazing. crazy. <laughs> Three, six, zero, four, five, zero, five,
2: zero, zero, eight. So nope. We'll definitely be talking to her yep. because I'm a man who follows through on his promises. And I said last week. <laughs> Promise, we're going to have somebody next week, because we were supposed to have one last week, and I fucked up with the tattoo stuff. So
0: Playing a little bit better this weekend.
2: Yes. All right. She was also talking shit about me coughing a lot, which I don't feel like I've coughed in a while, but...
0: Maybe you will now. now.
2: Anyways, what's happened this week? I don't feel like we've done a whole lot. We're doing the podcast early, because of the tattoo session.
0: And because of the tattoos, we didn't really do... A whole lot. You know, if you had a tattoo, you're just physically drained. Oh, my gosh. Afterwards. I had
2: back-to-back day sessions of seven hours each just getting blasted. I mean, holy shit. I forgot how.
0: It literally, like, takes everything out of your body. Yeah. He went to sleep so early. There was fights last Saturday, and I think you went to sleep at, like, 930. Yeah.
2: I came home, and you're like. (laughs) you're all right? And I'm like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough, man. I mean, again, to just sit there for hours on end being tortured and then to go back and do it the next day. Yeah, and yeah. now I'm doing it the following week. I should probably have about two sessions left to finish everything up. But uh, yeah, man, it's cool. <laughs> Hopefully it, you know, turns out well, it is a giant cover up. So it's not going to be like the a coolest little, thing you've ever seen because it has to cover certain things, but
0: it is pretty cool. I like it way better than I thought I was going to. Yeah,
2: it's getting there. It's getting there, Japanese style. Yeah. So, anyways, anything else happened this week? Um, just made a sale.
0: Our internet got bumped up to 300 megs.
2: Yeah, our internet bumped up to 300 megs, and still, still questionable. I mean, I think there's something wrong with my computer as far as. Taking in those megs because uh, my phone—I don't know if my phone maxes out either. It can't, but the most I get on my phone is ninety, at least in my office. But uh, in computer, my
0: office, I get ninety also.
2: Computer sometimes I'll get ninety, sometimes I'll get three. So not ninety-three, just three.
0: Yeah, I don't, I not, don't know. But everywhere sure. in the living room gets three hundred. So at least that's. You there. thought I was going to come <laughs> in here and not
2: complain. You, my friends, were wrong. (laughs) It's what I do best. So let's see. Other than that, this
0: week's been pretty chill.
2: Yeah, super, super chill. Uh, Waking up with a lot of positivity. Wasn't a great week for making sales, but just made a sale before this Mm -hmm. $2,700. So I got some good good. stuff in the works. Hopefully. We got some stuff turning and burning here. We got about two more weeks to shut this shit down and make it happen earn our 105 percent in our company but uh i was gonna say fingers crossed but we just gotta do the fucking work yep so we're gonna make it happen um out. what else everything is good with nina yeah um, yeah she's
0: been chilling i should probably give her a bath but
2: yeah she probably used a bath i
0: honestly don't like it so so <laughs> because not
2: that much crazy stuff has happened Let's just go ahead and hit the highs and lows. Bow, bow, I'm Derek. And I I'm Derek. High, like I'm Derek. Yeah, my I name can is Derek. High. I can sing Wow. Oh, that was something that was happening. They was trying to work this morning. Oh, and my God. Holy fuck. They're doing some construction, and I've never heard somebody... Hammer or bang on something so long for so con-
0: it was like, literally from 9 a.m. to 1 15 or something. I mean, like very consistent. Boom, boom, Just, boom, yeah, boom, like, bro, boom, boom.
2: Take a boom, break, son. Like, you need a break. Oh, look at that. I still have its time for highs and lows on there. Sorry if you were watching. Um, <laughs> yeah, they seem to do that like regularly on a Saturday. You know what else is regular on a Saturday? Did we talk about this last time? The guy fucking singing, yeah,
0: because we filmed. Right after, I think.
2: Did we? Well, guess what? Even though the security guard went over there and was banging on his door yesterday, not yesterday, last week, and after the security guard told him, like, hey, man, you probably need to shut the fuck up, he blared his music again, at least for two more songs, probably as a big fuck you to that security guard, and then he did it again this morning.
0: This morning at 8 a.m.
2: Yep. Literally wild. And Amanda saw him the other day carrying out his trash... Trash in each hand, in his underwear, with a cigarette in his mouth.
0: He couldn't even ash if he wanted to. His hands were full of trash bags. And then so (sighs) I, me, if you guys know me, I fucking can't stand cigarette smoke. So I was taking Nina out behind him, and I was just going.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you're all right, you dumb bitch.
0: Being dramatic. Fucking choking. That's probably why he keeps his window open, because he smokes in his house. God,
2: he probably does. Ugh. disgusting Disgusting. anyways highs and lows (laughs) (laughs) let's see what i got for highs and lows so my high was we have some really awesome news to announce um but we'll save that for next week so
0: oh father's day is this weekend
2: it is this weekend oh shit it's tomorrow
0: today is my friend melissa's birthday too
2: father's day is tomorrow Good to you know. Are my father. Well, happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. It will be Monday and hopefully you will have been celebrated and appreciated.
0: Hopefully you got some wonderful ties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, underwear, socks, all the good stuff dads get. All that stuff that really show you they appreciate it. Another number 1 dad mug, whatever it may be. What are you what are the type of things you're going to get me for Father's Day?
0: I don't know. It's
2: not the answer I was looking for. I expected you to have some things in the works.
0: I gotta look on Etsy. I'm not that creative.
2: (laughs) She's not lying. (laughs) We're talking about creativity. (laughs) I do not have it. It ain't her. Um, Yeah, so, you know, hopefully this is the last Father's Day that I will no longer be a father. It's funny how they're so close together, Fathers and Mother's Day. They're like pretty close, right?
0: Yeah, May and June.
2: Yeah, they're literally like uh, almost
0: four weeks apart.
2: Celebrate your
0: maybe five weeks.
2: Your parents, apart. but anyways, if you don't love your father, sorry, that sucks. But uh, you know, tell him anyways. Like, hey, dad,
0: thanks. Thanks for bringing me into this world.
2: Thanks for fucking mom. Yep.
0: Yeah. Unless you're a piece of shit and N- maybe not dinner. No, just kidding.
2: And then disappearing. <laughs> 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 anyways, all right, and Lowe's. Uh, oh yeah, sometimes you sometimes you kill it in our business, and sometimes you're in a slump. And it seems like I've been in a little bit of a slump lately, which means bottom of the circle, but coming back up to the top of the circle. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen, just got to stay consistent. And again, I just sold a $2,700 policy, so... You know, just made
0: like two grand,
2: a nice, a nice chunk of money. So that's cool. So I mean, it really does. What goes around comes back around. And who sang that? Justin Timberlake. <sighs> what goes around comes back around. Wow. That I told you. What about you? Highs, lows, lows, um, highs.
0: I'm gonna say my highs are that I had a couple appointments, um, got some things in the works. I'm, I'm feeling way more confident, even though things, you know, people. People be flaky sometimes. Um, I feel really good. I feel a lot better. I'm connected like I'm getting people to respond. So I feel pretty good about it. Sending and them over your
2: cute ID picture so they can see, hey, I'm been. attractive. I Talk have to been
0: me. sending and then I'm like, well, maybe they think I'm not worthy of being taken seriously. Look at this
2: attractive dumb bitch.
0: <laughs> I know.
2: Stupid lady. <laughs> I'm buying insurance from you. Look at you attractive. I don't need to give you any help. <clears throat> And uh,
0: we started the rollover of my 401k into our accumulation annuity. So that is super dope. What's and- really cool
2: about that is you can roll over that 60 grand and then we make three grand off of that just yeah, doing our own rollover. Yes, is <laughs> so really that will cool. be so our. We just made three grand from rolling over sixty grand into something that'll make us a lot more than her four hundred one k. Yeah,
0: and that money will be our spending money in Japan. Tokyo. And speaking of that, this morning we booked one of our hotels. Um, Shinjuku. Here we go. Thanks, Mario. Yep. It's um, a me. It's a me, Mario. Nina's coming over. She likes the high-pitched noises. Like She's like, what are you doing?
2: Just don't unplug my shit, okay?
0: Um, for Lowe's, I would say I had some reschedules that have been a little difficult to get a hold of. Um, as far as anything else, I mean, I wish the internet was a little faster in my office, but... Hey, 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 don't get too close. I don't... <laughs> too, close, too close, man. Too close, man. <laughs> you can unplug something. Lay
2: down over there. Go oh. ahead. No, no, don't <laughs> give me the hand. Lay down over there. Lay down.
0: She's like, no, I don't like when you on your phone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: she does not like me being on technology. She's so yeah. always like, put that shit down, close your laptop,
0: come on. That's so funny, um, so. but overall, nothing really too much to complain about. So
2: good, yeah, good, good. Well, I think we should ask the listeners. You know, we did have our question last week. Um, what drop should i use for ask the listeners
1: Here's the deal man here's the deal deal, man man. so
2: the question last week was how do you guys manage your frustration when you feel like you get agitated with your kid or kids so that was the question i believe we answered or we kind of talked about that we obviously don't have kids so kind of talk about handling our own frustrations but to Mm -hmm. read you some of your guys responses teamwork ashley says teamwork no idea how single parents make it tag team each other in and out you're like
0: i'm fucking at my wits peak right here you're in it's wwe
2: stone cold steve austin's about to drop the uh what's it what's his move oh man his finishing move
0: i don't know whatever
2: On you and you're like, hey, tag in our little son of a bitch is being a real asshole right now. I need a break. (laughs) Um, So that's good teamwork. I don't know how single parents do it. It's insane. My sister says, take a deep breath always first and then beat the shit out of them. (laughs) (laughs) And then use a calm voice and get down on their level to talk to them. That's good. Okay. This person says, well, sometimes parents snap, but don't mean to. Yeah, I think that's a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so oftentimes it's just best to breathe. Good.
0: Nina's making an insane amount of mouth noises right now.
2: Oh, I didn't hear them. Um, we got scream into a pillow. That, often, that seems like a good, good way to help. Um, mm. This person said smoke weed. makes being a mom fun and chill. (laughs) This person said, I try to swap places with them mentally. Then it makes me understand them more and be less mad.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: Let's see here. Says, try to, wow, I take a fucking video of this. Try to remember they're tiny humans with little kid emotions. Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to be able to read that. So, he knows. hey, stop with the mouthy noises. <laughs>
0: She's like, like looking tr- the floor. <laughs>
2: dry mouth over here. <laughs> this person says, I tell them, or I just tell them I'm overstimulated and need five minutes. Ooh. Being a therapist, my kids probably know more about their feelings and mine. Um, so, I just tell them when I'm overstimulated or frustrated and they respect my boundaries. Wow. I do the same with them, so I know it's a mutual respect.
0: That's fascinating. I like that.
2: mind of a therapist there. Uh, Lacheya says, smoke some weed and do yoga and meditate. Mm -hmm. Like, I love you. I love you. (laughs) You're a little shit. I love you, though. And then we've got hide in my room. That's good. Oh, and then this last one. I try and lead by example. How would I want her to react when she's angry and irritated? Kids learn from behavior and by watching those around. When I'm upset or flustered, overstimulated, at the very least, I tell her how I'm feeling. Good communication. That's definitely good. I need a moment to collect myself and maybe take her to go for a walk. She's seven right now, and when she gets upset... She will express it and take a few moments. If she needs to cry it out, I let her. Cry it out's always good. Mm-hmm. We work it out. I grew, I grew up being told, if I cry, I better be bleeding or have a broken bone. Oh. Otherwise, I better not cry. So having feelings wasn't an option. That's awful. My mom would get very passive-aggressive when she was angry when I was younger. My dad wouldn't be angry often, but when he did, it was terrifying feel that yeah I just really aim to be a good model for her she comes first my emotions come second
0: wow that's awesome and I think that's the like takes a lot of like searching within and like knowing the patterns that you want to change about the way that you grew up versus how you want your ch- your children to grow up and I think that's got to be really difficult yeah um, but also super empowering sorry yeah
2: yeah. It's, I mean, cause there's just gotta be so many times you get frustrated with your kids and you're just like, oh, how do I, you know, am I a shit parent? Like what's going on here? How do I handle this? So yeah, just again, I think the idea is to be in the moment, lead by example. Cause the last thing you want to do is be constantly like getting on your kids or getting on your spouse when you get frustrated and they see that. And that's something that they just pick up by.
0: Yeah, by example. By
2: example, yeah. So, good question, guy. I mean, great question, Sean. Good answers, guys.
0: <laughs> Very good answers.
2: Appreciate that. Um, Definitely. So, we could bring in our person. We're almost at that twenty-minute mark. Okay. If we could bring in our guests. Do you want to do a quick intro
0: of them? Sure. Well, I don't know if I should wait till I call her and be like, oh, All right. Yeah, I'm you
2: can get, on, get her on the phone. Let's, uh, is it still show it as connected? So, folks, this it. is going to be a first-time yes. thing. First-time caller, long-time listener. Um, even though OGs? we're calling them because <laughs> it makes it easier that way. <coughs> but we're going to go ahead, go ahead, give her a call. Okay. we'll get this figured out.
0: All right. It says Bluetooth.
2: All righty. <laughs> oh, who. It's ringing. What have we got here? Should we have done in the news first?
0: It's too late now.
2: Your segment?
1: Concierge, how may I help you?
2: <laughs> Hi, I was looking for a back massage and a large pizza.
1: Sir, please stop calling us to fluff your pillows. We are not going to fluff your pillows. <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll my call pillow, back in five.
1: five. <laughs> Here, try again. Maybe I'll get somebody else next time I call back. Stop trying to get my mom on the phone.
2: Hey, what's up with you considering sending my mom your tit pics and then making her fall for you?
1: Okay. Yeah, so. I heard
2: the story. I heard the story. I know you're going to say pic. Um, I tit-pit. was trying to be
1: nice and send you guys a gift. And Amanda told me to go through your mother. So it's just the rules of transference, okay?
2: <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. It's just like, hey, you know what? If my mom, if your mom happens to see this picture and she's like, wow, these are great tits, and she falls for me, don't blame me.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I am saying is I've been known to be a bit charming. So mm-hmm. if your mom finds me charming, she's. Not wrong. <laughs> well, I can True. tell
2: you, True. she likes people with darker skin, so you fall into that category. <laughs> I can't go any further than that, but I know she has a
0: thing for people with brown skin.
1: <laughs> and Things are she- looking good for me already. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> well, this is our, our first guest, Kat. Uh, yay! Yay! We have our, she's our guinea pig for this, so I, I appreciate it. She's Um,
2: well-qualified, very well-qualified. She is a mother.
1: She's a mother of two boys.
2: Yes. Yeah. How old are your boys, Kat? Uh,
1: 11 and 13, about to be 12 and 14, if you can believe it. All
2: right, so you're in the thick of it. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure that was the age where I started, you know, testing the waters as far as doing some boy things, which I'm sure you know all about, or this
1: this is accurate you know what I think that things happen a lot faster than you anticipate them happening and every parent says that like you you realize some of these cliches and intellectually you know like things like the days go slow but the years go fast right everybody says that but then until all of a sudden one day your son bends over to give you a hug you're like holy shit like how did that happen um, i mean you're not like you the tallest really person so that's you know like
2: crazy to, was, <laughs> i'm thinking about man if my son ever has to bend down and give me a hug we've made it oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: that's your 401k plan right there yeah you you're like man yeah, put seriously. in the work
2: we've We've done you right. Okay, so <laughs> oh, 11 right. and 13, about to be 12 and 14. 15. Right? Yeah. So yeah. 11, you're in what, seventh grade?
1: Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Uh, Holy but, shit, you're 11. Yeah, so. Sixth grade? They're 21 months apart. Nice. But okay. because of the cutoff dates of school, they're only one grade apart. Oh, no, that's cool. dang. Okay. That's a good split. My sister
2: and I are 22 months apart, and I felt like that was a pretty cool relationship after we got to the point where she would stop beating me up when we were young. <laughs> um, I feel like it got to a good point where you're like, hey, we're close. We're in certain grades together. She was always two grades ahead of me. But, you know, you did like high school and stuff together, elementary together. And that's nice. If your kids are friends, it can be really great.
1: Yeah, There are pros and cons to it. Like I tell everybody that I didn't potty train my younger son. It's just that when my older one was doing it, the little one wanted to do everything he was doing. So I got two little potties and he'd sit across from his brother hmm. and I'm pretty sure they didn't train, potty train him because I didn't do it. That <laughs> is
2: awesome. Um, That's very smart.
1: Yeah that was great. But now they're in this place where Jaden is developmentally, you know, he become, he's a teenager. And so all of a sudden he doesn't want to do any of the things that Jasper wants to do. He doesn't want to play anymore, you know? Um, and Jasper doesn't quite understand why. And so now they're at this place where they are in conflict a lot of time. And I think it's just that, you know, like when you, When you get older and all of a sudden your body changes and you start to change your thinking and if if you're hanging around with younger people, they just don't grasp what's happening yet and it's not their fault. Um, So we're just in an interesting place and also because they're only one grade apart but almost two years apart, uh, Jaden can do things that Jasper can't do because he's just older and more experienced and developmentally there. And so I've noticed that Jasper starts to feel like he is struggling or that, like, why can't I do it too? Uh. Right. Like if he's having a hard time with a math problem or something like that. And so it's really hard to explain that to them at this age, um, because you know, you're just comparing yourself to the people you're always around and Mm -hmm. he's always around his brother who is excelling, in so many areas that he can't figure out why he can't keep up.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, that difference from being I remember that from being like 11 to 13. That's a, a big yeah. jump as far as your life and what the type of things that happen at those point in times in your life. And yeah, I mean, it's you're lucky to have a sibling. So that's cool because some people kind of <laughs> got to go through everything. Alone by themselves, Kat. Do you have brothers or sisters?
1: I have one of each. I have one of each. They're both older, much older than me. Okay,
2: so you're like Amanda, so (laughs) the youngest child. I'm also (laughs) the youngest child, but
1: that was the nicest thing you've ever said to me. (laughs) Yeah, got a real problem, folks, for you guys listening.
2: That uh, Kat has this strange belief that. She's married to Amanda.
0: <laughs> I've yes. been calling her wifey for many, many years. <laughs>
2: and I have to
0: deal. She's in my
1: phone as wifey. She's also in my phone as wifey. So <laughs> okay, you see, every, the, you see the everybody knows here. <laughs> the story. Okay, so you came in. I'm sorry, you came in last place. Everybody knows Amanda was married first to the street, second to me. She was definitely and married so to the street first. That's for sure. You can't take the streets. <laughs> you can't
2: take a man out, out of the streets.
1: That's yeah. oh.
2: but you know, I don't ever recall seeing a ring that you got her, so
0: we
1: shared mm-hmm. the pizza cup together. <laughs> huh we did share a pizza cup maybe that's not the only kind of ring there okay. <laughs> but yeah. this is about parenting so we're gonna yeah, keep yeah. it pg-13 okay, okay sean <laughs> let's
2: be honest you listen to this show you know it's not pg-13 <laughs> there is way too many f-bombs in this show to make it pg-13 that's for sure oh but we'll get you we'll, we'll talk to you about some questions in regards to parenting if we must okay. But we'll follow up on this other thing later so on the topic <laughs> of you having boys I was just talking to a client the other day that I was helping with a policy and they were grandparents and I was like hey any advice about having you know a child she's like if it's a boy put the TP on the PP <laughs> and yeah. it's the only thing that she said to me and I'm like yep <laughs> this seems like great great advice how many times at least i guess with your first boy because i assume you learned how many times did you get pissed in your face
1: oh uh i don't yeah that was i learned like right away within like the first couple weeks that you like now like what you do is you keep a diaper ready you push it underneath you Lift the legs with one hand. you got to work out to do this, okay? You lift the legs with one hand. You have the wipey ready to go, and then you put the diaper flap quickly down so you don't get pissed in your face because it will happen. There's a whole art to changing diapers and not getting heat on.
0: <laughs>
2: I feel like they wait for you to do that, so they're like, I'm going to piss in my parents' well, face right Well,
0: doesn't the air trigger... yeah I mean having your dick out does make you feel a little better (laughs) that's why they're like
2: you're like I don't actually have to go to the bathroom and they're like we'll just go and whip it out you may go a little bit and that's (laughs) that's what happens that's the (laughs) effect
1: oh my gosh I love the rhyme though they keep
0: the teepee
2: on the peepee that's simple as that I've I'll remember that a good way to remember his rhymes for sure babe do you have it changes
1: right then when there's 17 years old you change it like make sure they know wrap it before you tap it like there's just all of these different levels of advice (laughs) to do with your children
2: (laughs) exactly are you ready for that stuff i mean all this is obviously getting there so
1: getting there okay so (laughs) i my parents were super well my mom was and is super religious so my talk was when I had already left the house for college, I told her I was moving in with my boyfriend of three years, and she said, I don't approve of what you're doing, but get on the pill. (laughs) That was it. And I'm like, cool, because I'm already on it, but (laughs) I thought there's so much that people, they don't want to expose their children to for a number of reasons, whether you think it's, you know, too much for them. You don't believe in what's going on. Like you're seeing a lot of this stuff in the news, right? Like protect our children. Don't let them be aware of all of these different issues that are going on. And my thought is as a kid, I was more interested in the things I wasn't allowed to know about or do. And so demystifying something is not only about teaching them and raising them the way that you want them to be, but even if it's something you don't really want them doing demystifying it kind of takes the fun out of it right like 100%. so i want to be a little bit more open and have conversations and so when we were moving i found a bunch of tissues no, under huh? his bed hmm. <laughs> and i'm like oh god it's happening already oh he's and definitely so we sat down. Yeah, it's
2: definitely happening at that age 100 yeah
1: <laughs> and it's just i understand he's exploring and. I just was really, it was important to me not to make him feel any kind of shame about it, to be clear. Like we had a whole talk about what it is, consent. Uh, I always say, if you're not sure of something, is this okay? That question is your best friend while you're learning because right now kids are learning. Um, And I always let him know he can pull the, you can't be mad at me card out at any time. Like when it comes to things like sex or drinking or whatever, because, yeah, I'm a pretty strict parent, but I need my kids to know that in an emergency or in a situation they don't know what to do, I need them to know that it's okay to come to me. Um, so we had this big talk, and I started out by saying, my parents didn't talk to me about this, so this is my first time, just like it's your first time, and so we're going to be both uncomfortable, but we're going to figure it out together. Oh, that's, <laughs> so.
0: that's awesome.
2: Yeah. I like, that's a, I think that's a good way to go about it for sure. Honesty is often the best policy. And again, nobody really wants to talk about that stuff, especially with your mom being like,
1: right. You know,
2: maybe, maybe with dad, if that was an option, but God, I don't want to talk about beating my meat with my mom. Like this is super weird or like smashing cheeks. Like that's never a conversation you want to have with your mom. Now my mom is ridiculous and she says all the wrong things or inappropriate things.
0: She says very inappropriate (laughs) things, especially to us. (laughs) But if you can create
2: that comfortability with your kids and just let them know like, Hey, I don't need to know everything, but the communication is open. Like lines are open, man. Like just, I want you to be safe. I want you to be okay. So
1: yeah, I think you're doing a great job. I think that identifying your feelings is like when my I remember in my experience, my parents were always right. Adults were always right. Like, you don't question them. And I grew up thinking, mm-hmm. like, oh, they know all of these things. And then now I'm in my mid 30s and I'm like, when am I going to know all the things? Yeah. I still don't know anything. I'm like, those, I don't know shit. And, yeah, you know. those people
2: back then didn't know
1: shit. What are my parents telling me? <laughs> right. That was before <laughs> and the internet. Also, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They definitely like, didn't you, know shit. Like, you didn't question them at all. And, I think the two things that really stuck with me that I wanted to change as a parent is I, I repair, I work on repair. I apologize. I might yell at the kids. I'll be upset about something. And later, like instead of pretending I'm right, cause I'm an adult, I'll walk back in there and I'll say, I just yelled at you. That's not the way I wanted to handle that situation. Just because I'm angry doesn't mean it's okay for me to yell. Let's try again. I really try to do that and it's a hard thing for me to do and Amanda will agree I'm (laughs) sure. It's really hard for me to do that and walk in and apologize but I want to show them that even adults make mistakes and even if you make the mistake, it's what happens after that really matters and I'll just call out feelings like we just had a difficult time um, over here. Jasper was really struggling with like handling his emotions and managing his emotions and I just started being completely honest and I said, you know, I actually have a really hard time with that too. Here are some things that I do because I think you have to remember that kids are growing, right? They're, they're learning the skills they're going to use later and if they're constantly looking around them and seeing everybody already knows how to do this, why am I the only one having a hard time? there's just going to be this disconnect. Like they're not going to have the ability to learn because they already feel like they failed, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so true. 100%. That's a really good point. And it like, I think it kind of boosts our confidence too. If they like, if you can be open with them about like, Hey, sometimes I don't know what I'm doing either. They're like, Oh, well, I really respect you and I trust you. So like, I don't feel so bad about myself if I don't know everything, but yeah, let's figure it out as we go and it's okay to not know everything and you know that life is just one big learning curve essentially so I I think that's really awesome I I didn't really I haven't really thought about that yet I don't think
1: I read something a long time ago that um I started using when the kids were doing like homework and we would sit and do like math problems and stuff together and I would make a mistake on purpose and then I would kind of like do a little self-talk and I'd be like, wait, no, that's not right. Okay, let me try again, right? Because you're kind of building the way that they talk to themselves. And so if you can show them that you made a mistake and it's okay and you can still go back and fix it, you don't have to be perfect every time, I think that makes it a little easier for them to be open about their mistakes too.
2: Definitely. I think self-talk is like literally one of the most important things because you spend 99% of your time with yourself in your own head like that's where the majority of your thoughts are you know anything that's happening is spent so if you're teaching your kids like hey positivity talk like talk well to yourself be nice to yourself like encouragement that type of stuff because I don't know what goes on in your guys heads but I think everybody's got some <laughs> demons that they're battling. They're like, Sean, you're a real piece of shit and you're not going to do this well and blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. It's just like, hey, got to realize you got to be your own, you know, biggest supporter, obviously, besides you, the parent who's constantly there.
1: I I think also like just in line with that is I, I had read somewhere or heard somewhere that all feelings are for feelings. And after that kind of marinated for a little while, it really sunk in with me. And I feel that so much because as a parent, when my kid comes home and it's like, so-and-so is being mean to me, or I didn't get picked for this team or whatever, your immediate response is to fix it. It's like, don't wor-, you know, Don't worry, we can, we'll can. we have a sleepover, you know, fuck that kid, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're just, you're just, you want to fix it because you want to make your kids feel better. You want them to not be sad. And I have to constantly remind myself, especially as like somebody who is a bit of a people pleaser, is it is okay to not feel okay. And my job as a parent isn't to fix it, but to teach my kid how to be uncomfortable and still be okay. Like instead of just trying to make them happy really quick, be like, yeah, that, that sucks. I bet that doesn't feel good. I'm going to be here with you while you're dealing with that feeling of sadness, or whatever it is, like teaching them how to handle their own emotions because you're not always going to be there to run in and fix it.
2: Yeah, tell me how that feels like, what, what, how does that make you feel? Because I think that's a terrible big thing is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think a big thing is with kids and being younger is not knowing how to name the emotions. Like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but the more that you could talk to them about that stuff, the more that they're able to learn to express those feelings the more they're going to be able to focus in and be like you know what i feel like shit right now like i need i need a break or this makes me feel really frustrated when this happens it's like okay well how can we work around it so it doesn't make you frustrated when this happens or stressed out or angry or sad like let's talk about this stuff but we got to name name it so babe i know you had a question on oh
0: Vic. yeah so mine's kind of like backtracking a little yes, bit though. i
1: will marry you again <laughs>
0: All
2: right, well, it was a great talk Kat.
0: <laughs>
2: Hope you have a great rest of your day <laughs> uh,
0: um, how, how was it having like how do you feel about their age gap and growing like when they were um, you know when Jasper was just born and Jaden was two like how do you feel about that age gap and then just having two kids that are fairly close in age to each other
1: I would say that the first four, three or four years was just constant crying in the shower. (laughs) Like it was, it it was overwhelming um, because you're dealing with so many things becoming a new mom anyway. Um, There's a bit of grief that you feel like you're not allowed to have from losing an old version of yourself. And all of a sudden, focusing on doing everything for your kid. And I'd say like you, you just feel incredible guilt sometimes when you have thoughts like, I don't wanna fucking do this or like I just wanna stay in bed or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I think people need to vocalize that that's very normal uh, because I know I felt so bad at like, everybody knows not to shake a baby, but there is a reason that they go over it with every new parent in the hospital because there will be a time when you're going on two hours of sleep in three days and the baby is crying and there's a mess everywhere and you are losing your mind and you have to remind yourself, do not shake the child. <laughs> so like, I think this Having a little softness for yourself is, is so important. I'm so glad that people are talking about that more these days yeah. than when I was having kids. And so at the point that Jasper was born, Jaden just stopped taking a daytime nap, which meant he was up all day, but slept mm. all night, but Jasper was up every two hours for feeding. So there was no point in the day where I got more than an hour and a half of sleep. Uh, and you I also lost have my
2: life. Like you go back to I work was and it's just like, Jesus, how do we manage all of the, like, how do you juggle this?
1: That's why that I think, insane. you know, that you guys have touched on parental leave and benefits in other countries, but mm-hmm. that one was hard. Yeah. At four months, I went back to work. I had Jaden, who was two, Jasper, who was a couple months old. I was not sleeping and you get delirious. And it just was so hard. It was really, really hard. And then they got to like over two years old or Jasper got over two years old and it started to get better. And now I'm really, really glad because they have each other. And even if they're not always on the same page, like they have each other's back. Like they have this brotherly thing and it's so cool. I love Aww. it.
2: Hell yeah. So. Another question for you. Um, did you, when you were pregnant with both of them, obviously two different times, did you have a food <laughs> that you really loved with each one of them? And then did you have any major like aversions? Like, bro, don't bring that shit around me.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So I remember with Dayden, I was into cheese. Fries and strawberries.
2: Cheese fries and strawberries. And,
1: mm. Yeah. <laughs> Together? Like, not, like, on the same fork, but they'd be on the same plate. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and Jasper, I, was, I think it might just be a cheese thing now that I think about it. Oh, <laughs> Jasper. I so, I used to live in Maricopa in Arizona, and Arizona Mills Mall was a half an hour away from my house, and at least three times a week, I would drive to Arizona Mills Mall just to go to the popcorn stand to get that <laughs> gallon bag of cheddar cheese popcorn because oh, yeah. oh, I nice. craved it so much. And then I started driving through Sonic drive throughs every oh. single morning on my way to work Fuck just yeah. to get a 44-ounce cup of ice because they have the best freaking ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did.
2: baby ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were just eating and ice and just didn't fucking realize. up your enamel? <laughs> it's
1: I, crunchy. I was. I was, nice. I was actually sitting kidding. in the doctor's office one time and they're doing like a little monitor, because I was high risk, so I was in there twice a week. And I'm eating my ice, I have my spoon, and he, the doctor's like, oh my God, I've read about this, but I've never actually seen it in real life, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, let me do some tests, and it turns out I was so anemic that I had something called pica, or pica, or something, that's where plain. you crave the taste of metal.
2: Yep. Yep. Damn, so, that
1: crazy. was fun. Yeah, I'm hearing about
0: <laughs> that on, like, the podcast. They're like, if you crave ice all the time, you probably are anemic. And <laughs> yeah,
2: that's wild. Okay, so um, cheese, you know, cheese-related things and strawberries. What about anything that you were like, do not get that close to me?
1: Uh Yeah, so it would be, like, sudden smells. It wouldn't be always the same thing uh, except for roast beef.
0: Roast um, beef.
1: Hmm. I would... I like, I used to eat roast beef like subs and sandwiches and all of a sudden I would just gag like at the smell of roast beef.
0: Mm.
1: No Arby's for you.
2: Yeah, Arby's is like, we don't have the meat for you,
1: man. <laughs> Arby's on. doesn't sell
0: real roast beef anyway. <laughs> oh, dang, I really like their max.
2: Good old Arby's.
1: <laughs> your, your taste buds changed too. Like I remember I used to hate root, root beer. And after being pre- I used to also hate pickles. After being pregnant, like, my taste buds changed. Like, all of a sudden, I had a taste for those things. It was weird. Very interesting.
2: Yeah. So, Amanda's got a few topics. We have a, you know what? I'm going to do the drop. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear this, but I think we want to run <laughs> over Amanda's in the news. We'll see. So, let me know if you can is hear to it,
1: Is it going to be the it's gonna be good because I know that's the drop he use all the time. <laughs> I know
0: he does use it all the time. Oh, that's gonna be good. Oh, that's gonna be good.
2: <laughs> that was not the drop I was referring to. I'm referring to the in the news drop. So,
1: okay. <laughs> From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone.
2: And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> All righty. So, Amanda looked up a couple different topics and we would love to get your opinion on these. You're going to be talking about caffeine and alcohol, right?
0: Yes, the beverages while pregnant.
2: Yes. Okay. So, how much did you drink and uh, during your pregnancy? <laughs> caffeine, were you ever a uh, caffeine person? Did you have to give it up big time beforehand or what?
1: I actually um, I would I don't I think I had like maybe a little bit. But not every day, like maybe once or twice a week, I'd swing by and grab a coffee. But for the most part, I gave it up.
2: Okay. I what about coffee. alcohol? Ever drink during pregnancy at all? Anything? Sips?
1: Absolutely. Not a single drink. No. Um, I just think, and it, and it, it's my personal opinion about me, to so each their own, but um, being a high-risk pregnancy I thought I'm going to do everything in my power to control the positive outcome of this pregnancy and I know for a fact that I would never forgive myself if my child were born with fetal alcohol syndrome and I'm the type of person who never just has a glass of wine so it wouldn't really feel good for me to do that so why even bother you know no Same. you're not a like award. i'm gonna drink
2: I'm you awesome. and amanda are not one glass of wine people that doesn't that doesn't strike me as correct information one glass meaning gave it i away.
0: just
1: put a sippy
2: top on top of my bottle one glass. yes yeah, seriously all right baby so go yes. ahead
1: somebody gave me a wine topper thing once for like a gift and i was like what is this like who, why would you not just finish the bottle i don't understand exactly <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. exactly
2: Go ahead, read your little portion. What do you got?
0: Okay, so uh, I'm going to start with caffeine. So I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts, and it's been kind of interesting, some of the information I've learned, and just some of the research that I was doing last night. But um, So for those of you who think that caffeine is only in coffee and energy drinks and tea and stuff, it's also in a lot of other foods, um, such as chocolate, chocolate. Gosh, I should have wrote more examples down, but my piece of paper is small. But chocolate is a big one. The darker the chocolate, the more caffeine it has. So in America... Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yep.
2: Darker the man, more chocolate.
0: Go, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Um, so in the, in the U.S., it is recommended while you're pregnant to have 200 milligrams of caffeine or less, which depending on the type of brew or the type of bean, where it's from, how it's brewed, those values can really range. Um, But on general, I guess you would say like a 12 to 16 cup of coffee would have 200 milligrams. Um, But there was some really interesting studies that I kind of found. So um, caffeine... It crosses the placenta the same as alcohol. However, when you're pregnant, your body metabolizes caffeine slower, um, which leaves the fetus exposed for longer hours than when you're not pregnant. So, when you're in your first trimester, it takes about three hours for your body to metabolize. And then when you're in your third trimester, it can take up to 15 hours. Oh, wow. For the same drink. Okay. Um, Interesting. And so, the, if you're
2: going to drink it, drink it early. What, in the morning? No, not early in the morning. If you're going oh, like to early in the pregnancy, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Earlier in the pregnancy would have the, the least harm. Um, you know, if you need time weaning your body off of caffeine, um, uh, but the exposure to caffeine alters something called epigenics, which, um, kind of help not helps, but it can assist your child in developing health conditions later on in life. So that's why it's another reason to say to limit caffeine. Um, So this was a very interesting study that they did. They followed a group of women and their children of where they said that they did drink caffeine. It ranged from 500 milligrams to like 400 milligrams of coffee per day. This was all self-reported. So there could be some gray area. But on average, by age seven, the children of mothers who drank coffee were 1.5 centimeters shorter than the children who had lower than 50 milligrams of caffeine per day or none at all.
1: Hmm. Um, Oh my God. I know my mom drank the shit out of some coffee then.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, you were for
2: sure supposed to be tall.
0: (laughs) So I thought that was like super crazy because you always heard that rumor like, Oh, caffeine, coffee stunts your growth. It doesn't stunt your growth. It stunts your (laughs) child's growth, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was crazy. Um,
1: That's so interesting. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, but so it's kind of on the flip side of the coin. When you're an adult, caffeine has really good health benefits. It can um, prevent cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, heart disease, like all of these different things, but it's just really bad for you when you're pregnant and when you're a a child. Um, But now they're saying that even between 100 to 200 milligrams of caffeine can increase your risk of miscarriage and then fetal growth restrictions, low birth weight, and um, because your child is a little bit shorter, it can lead to child obesity,
1: which...
2: There's a lot of.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of. (laughs) So... Um, they're like, you wouldn't be so fat if you just stretched out a little bit taller. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> <They're> like, <clears throat> we took this body weight that you were supposed to be, and we had to shrink it down into your fat little size now, but imagine being taller. You'd be nice I and mean,
0: well, thin. You know, it was like 0.5 centimeters to 2.2 centimeters was like one of the largest scrap, which is, you know, a couple, you know, two inches or something like that. It's not. It's a big deal. It, yeah.
2: Talk to people who are 5'8" could yeah,
0: five, were like, 10. I been 5 ten.
1: Thanks, mom. I might. I can't say I'm speaking for all women here, but a few inches matters. Okay, so yeah, exactly, exactly it does. <laughs> okay,
2: so caffeine probably uh, a big no-no. What about?
0: Yeah, so alcohol? alcohol. This one. So obviously, the general rule is there's no safe amount of alcohol. Um, fetal alcohol syndrome. Is you know, causes birth defects, low weight, cognitive issues. Um, it's a very vi- a visual type of thing. So when a baby's born, doctors can normally just look at the baby and be like, oh, this baby's got fetal alcohol syndrome. Hmm. Um, it's normally hmm. caused from heavy drinking. Um, there's not really enough evidence that an occasional drink once every other week or once a month or, you know, like a toast at new year's or something, there's not enough evidence to say that that is negatively impacting the child. However, they say that the risk really increases when you're having two drinks per week or ever at any point more than one drink at one time, because your, your BAC level is also a big factor. So you want to keep that as low as possible. Um, So it's always recommended to ask your doctor. Um, some doctors will say, yeah, maybe, you know, once at dinner in your third trimester, like don't beat yourself up about it or, you know, whatever. But other doctors say, "Nope, don't risk it. Fetal alcohol syndrome is a completely avoidable, um, scenario, obviously. So just don't drink if you don't want to risk it. Um, so obviously that's up to the, the potent, the future mother to decide however, um, If you're having a problem drinking, you should probably go see your doctor. Um, But so here are some really interesting statistics. Um, What countries do you think have the highest fetal alcohol syndrome diagnosis? America. Russia. (laughs) Japan. Russia is up there. America is not up there. Ireland. Ireland is top five. Where did they? Italy. (laughs) Italy. They drink a lot
1: in Italy don't Italy they? is also top five. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're killing this. Who else is a fucking uh, drunk? Uh, the UK.
0: <laughs>
2: well, I guess it would be England. But
0: so it's B- Belarus. Wouldn't have guessed. Denmark. Wow. Ireland. It, they're happy over there. I know they be drinking Yeah, though. because they're drinking. Croatia. <laughs> they're drinking too much. <laughs> Croatia. Okay. Wow. And South Africa. Wow. Those all in the whole world have the highest fetal alcohol syndrome diagnosis. One in 67 mothers who consume alcohol will give birth to a baby with fetal alcohol syndrome, which is about 119,000 babies per year with fetal alcohol syndrome. And it's completely avoidable. Granted, it's most likely to occur from mothers that are binge drinking. They make it very say, clear. How binge many drinking are is the problem.
2: Like there's a decent number of alcoholics in the world. So it can be real yeah. hard to have a baby if you get pregnant, if you're an alcoholic and yeah. like giving up.
0: If you're having more than one drink at a time, that's when your, your rate grows, your rate goes up. Um, obviously the higher impacts are going to occur mm-hmm. when the baby is developing the most crucial things, which freaks a lot of people out because in the first, you know, three to six weeks, a lot of people don't know that they're pregnant and there's a lot of things happening at that point. However,
2: everybody's getting blasted. At everyone's that point getting blasted. Like, I hear most stories of from people all the time. They're like, <laughs> my mom's like, don't worry. You'll be all right. We drank with you up to this point. We didn't even know at that time. Like yeah,
0: most people didn't even know <laughs> until two month. months. Yeah. So, um, the likelihood uh, is, uh, your twit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, so those are some uh, the beverages of pregnancy. Nice. Well, oh, my
1: God. I just don't see the po- like, I don't see the point, especially nowadays, because, again, it's so completely preventable. Why risk it? Like, what if you are just one of those people where it would impact you? And there's so many alternatives because now they make, like, non-alcoholic yeah, beer non-alcoholic, and wine. Exactly. and all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that shit tastes. Mocktails, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, just the same. Really all you're
2: doing is giving you that Little bit of extra poison God damn it you jinxed me earlier (laughs) (coughs) I had a tickle in my throat Fuck Okay well We're on to our last section of the podcast And we'll wrap this up because we're at minute 57 Uh, here
0: Kat do you have time to hang out or do you gotta go
1: I always wanna hang out with you Okay.
2: Yeah yeah so let's What I'm actually gonna do this week is I'm gonna ask you the trivia question For Isle of the 90s So
1: Give me a break Here
2: we go What's up? What's
1: up? You have
2: selected. I love the nineties. I love, the 90s. I love the 90s. Okay. So you're familiar with how this game works?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I ask Amanda <laughs>
2: questions usually, and unless they're about black people, she gets them wrong. <laughs> so oh this first one. Is actually about black people. So we'll see how you do. Question. Okay? <laughs> Kel Mitchell is the name. Kel Mitchell famously, famously loved one thing on all that and Keenan and Kel's show. What was the one thing he loved? Orange soda. That is correct. <laughs> did you know yes. that? I did not know <laughs> that. Ah, Amanda would have got that wrong. I didn't
0: watch all that. God
2: damn it! How do you not watch all that? Such a fantastic show.
1: Watch anything. Okay, this one. I love that show. <laughs>
0: it's
2: an amazing show and the Keenan Kale show. I mean,
0: just I, come on. I know. I know who they are.
2: Did you watch Good Burger?
0: Yes, I did watch Good Burger. Okay.
1: Welcome to Good Burger, homos. Good, good Burger. Can, can I take your order? order. <laughs> he was
2: so it.
0: stupid.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Second question, one for one. This one's going to be a little bit more difficult. How old was Tiger Woods when he won his first Masters?
1: Can I phone a friend? Amanda <laughs> sure. does not know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, do you? Do you have uh, the only thing I know about golf is
0: I'm going to guess 17. There are balls.
2: There's a ball in golf. Yes, not balls. But um, you said yeah, 17. What, what's your guess? What's your guess, Kat? Amanda said okay, 17. I'm going
1: to say 23.
2: Oh, you guys almost split the difference there. It was 21.
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) Very close. Very (laughs) closer. You were closer.
2: All right. One for two. Question number three. In what city did the Simpsons family live? I wasn't a Simpsons fan really growing up, but I know the city.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I was allowed to watch that. I caught it a few times like in passing, but I didn't. I wasn't allowed I wasn't to, watch it to watch
0: either, but it's like <clears throat> Springville or Spring something.
2: Springfield. Oh, hey! God. I'll give you half. I'll give you half. <laughs> Big on giving you half. Jeez. All right. So you guys are kind of struggling. You're one and yeah, a half. we're
0: doing great.
2: One and a half out of three right now. Last and final question, and if you don't get this, we're not friends.
1: No pressure. Oh no.
2: Yes, I know that's really traumatizing. For my
0: hand in marriage, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just
2: For Amanda's hand in marriage, oh, what god. movie?
1: <laughs> what
2: movie is the line, "Keep the change, you filthy animal"? From. Oh
1: my god. Uh, Home on. Correct. <laughs> Okay. Woo. Yes.
2: All right. Not oh, only is it going to be good, but.
1: Oh, that's going to be good.
2: Oh, that's going to be good. God, I need to switch these it drops a little bit. It was <laughs> good. It was <laughs> good. good. Yeah. War wreck. All righty. Well, a minute and a minute. That was a fantastic episode. Our first guest, Kat. Appreciate it. Catherine.
0: Thank you for was, having uh, me.
2: A great a great time
0: this was really fun i like this
2: yeah so if you want to be our next caller you know what to do hit us up on the social hit us on that phone number that nobody uses except we're using right now so
0: (laughs) we are using our or the gmail
2: yeah hit us up on the (laughs) gmail that Amanda fucking says god nobody uses i haven't
0: said it in a couple weeks maybe people will forget but anyways
2: (laughs) it's been real been fun thank you so much Kat. we appreciate it i'm glad this works hope you hopefully when we put the podcast out you can actually hear you um i think we'll be good but (laughs) besides that where is my outro song
0: i don't know but love you thank you so much
1: yeah love you guys bye bye bye
2: all right guys that was it oh here it is outro
0: (laughs) too many drops that was yeah, really fun. Was I like that
2: a lot. Yeah, I like calling people. That uh, went pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It's was a good time. Love okay. you. Love you too, baby. Episode 31. We'll be back next week with some sweet news. Uh, happy Father's Day, you motherfuckers.
0: And happy Juneteenth.
2: And happy Juneteenth. It's a great month. It's been real.
0: It's been fun. We up out of here. It's been real
2: fun. We up out of here. Deadass. Deadass.